welcome back to Saved by the Spell. Hey, welcome to the equinox, right? Moving from Virgo season to Libra. Right now, Lord, my familiar, my bearded dragon, keeps trying to go into hibernation, which is technically called brumation for bearded dragons for lizards. And I'm trying to keep her up, which is annoying, but I'm keeping her up because I need her to see the vet. Um, just a little update <laughs> that you didn't know or need <laughs> or know you needed for that matter, but that's uh, where I'm at. I'm very focused on her right now. And I've been focused on a couple of things. Um, so I'm sorry if I've been a little laxed with coming up with content and things like that, but I've been through some interesting, um, just shifts and distractions lately, but also like just to be totally transparent. And I want to talk about, it's kind of what inspired today's episode, but I'm going to talk about vulnerability, mostly the kind of forced vulnerability that comes with heartbreak. And yeah, it can be romantic, but it also can come from family or friends or relationships that, you know, there's a lot going on. So I thought, well, it's the best way to process these things. Oh, in public. Yeah. (laughs) Because that's my job. Um, Yeah. And I didn't think I was going to mention this, but, you know, I'm going to talk about like even with this equinox, right? Like what we can do to help maintain our equilibrium during intense emotional events and things like that. Um, Some of you know, I, and I've, I've never, I'm not very quiet about it, but I have a very estranged relationship with my mother. And um, it's really challenging, but, you know, for so many reasons, but this year I'm to honor her, right? I'm to honor my mother because that is what we do here. We break these generational hiccups and patterns and blah, blah, blah. But like, I finally got to say to my mother, like earlier in August, my true feelings, and I got to say them without anger. And then lo and behold, this full moon wraps around and you know, I'm currently on call because she's been hospitalized. And for those of you who don't know, my mom hasn't got a lot of physical ailments, emphysema, addiction issues, and trouble with the law. So I'm dealing with that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's a weird spot to be. But I really want to talk about accountability and energetic housekeeping. I think this time, especially this like moving into Libra season, we have to really be on top of our like cleansing and clearing practices. And we have to be conscious of the cords and attachments that we create with other beings, people, deities, guides, all of that, ancestral, all of it. You know, and make sure that we're doing our 
due diligence and clearing practices and being conscious if there's stagnation in your field and being conscious if there are looping ideas, thought patterns or um, situations that keep repeating. It's like, well, wait, why is this like on a rerun episode? And we, we, you know, as especially if you're listening to this and, you know, or if you see yourself as like helpers in the ascension process of humanity, like... You've got to be conscious of your energy. And there's a difference between being conscious and paranoid. I get it. But like, especially right now, there's so much like caca flying around, you know, and sometimes being conscious can, you know, coming from a place of fear and wanting to avoid feelings especially with Neptune and Pisces, we can try to eliminate all our feelings and escape them. Because we perceive them as, oh, that's bad. That's uncomfortable. And I want you to really release like this idea that something uncomfortable is bad or, oh, I don't want, you know, when we should be seeing some of these things that we have to confront and come up as growth and opportunity. A plant grows, right? And when it grows, pieces will inevitably They'll turn colors, they'll wither, they'll die or fall off. The plant's not going into shock, especially because it's natural. And then you notice in your plants, there's new buds, there's little forms of new life growing off of it. And this is the same cycle for plants that is for humans. My recent findings and thoughts are like, how do I keep equilibrium and peace for myself during these intense times of emotions and experiencing them. And, you know, like, especially when a lot of people around you are like knee deep, waist high deep, chin deep, or even underwater, and they've never dealt with uh, intense emotions before, they've avoided it, you know? As someone who has avoided their feelings a lot through substance and excess previously, I recently, here I go, I'm just going to say it, I recently experienced a heartbreak that I did not see coming or have any anticipation of. And holy hell, it reopen this like boarded up doorway secret passageway that I presumed was like hermetically sealed and never to be seen, felt, or dealt with again. However, (laughs) the best laid plans are laughed at by my guides at least. They love a good plot twist. They fucking love plot twists. And I honestly think... They are trying to help me, even though it hurts. And there have been so many things and experiences in my life where I really have been like, what the fuck? (laughs) But I really do think that as a soul, I wanted to come and learn. And I think there is a part of me that is like, I don't want to come back for another round And I also think that 
through all my lineages, I took on the task assignment to end these cycles once and for all, which is fine. But for fuck's sake, can I get a little help or support that's consistent? Because that doesn't seem to be readily available or always there. And my guides, you know, during this time, I recently, I had a session with another healer and, you know, the message was that I had to open up and that that's why, because, you know, you go, why, why did this happen? What am I doing? Am I being punished? You know? And like nothing felt, nothing, my, my guides, when the answer is no, or there's no answer, they just go radio silent. And sometimes I know that can be super scary for people because they don't just tell us like, no, sometimes they just don't say anything. And that's a no. And it can make you feel like you're like out on a ledge, but the message itself was like the, I had been opened up to be vulnerable with my most recent relationship because that really needed to happen and that it was good. But now I have to be vulnerable with everyone. If I want to release like some of this ancestral resentment and betrayal and fear towards men specifically, um, that it's not enough for me to just do my own therapy personally, like, yes, I can get healing, but for my ancestors to have endured and gone through so many cycles of pain and betrayal, particularly from the people closest to them, that now for me, I have to go through this with compassion, which is like, fuck off, because I want to be angry. I want to be crying out loud. And my guides are like, now you got to be a saint and have compassion and not shut down your heart. It's a big ask, don't you think? So I laugh and I kick my feet and begrudgingly, you know, for a week I complain and have my own pity party with my own pity party hat and, okay, fine, I'll do it because I don't want this experience again. I don't want the karma of the same lessons, the repeating cast of characters with the old outcome. And I don't think you do either. I know it's a big leap. And while I do think it's everyone who has ever been wrong's right to be angry, I think that there are some of us who don't get to act out of that anger. And trust me, I know how fucking unfair that sounds. I know. On so many levels, because it's not fucking fair. Why do I have to take the high road? Why do I have to be better? My stellium in Aries, by the way, <laughs> which in Placidus, it's in the second house, but, you know, in whole houses, it's the third house. 
I get it. I get it. It's not fair, but hear me out. Okay. All of that lashing out in my experience has only gotten me into deeper enmeshment and entanglements with people. It doesn't matter if they were lovers, friends, or family, but it it only made me more entangled with people that I was not ready to process with. Um, And they were not ready to process with me. So when that happens, when you are meeting up with people who cannot process what is going on and you actively trigger all of their shit, they can definitely be very upset with you because they're like, why are you making me feel this way? And not taking ownership of it. And they can project and blame you. And then you can get triggered and activated. And if you are spicy like me, you'll want to fight. <laughs> and so for me, when I've gotten triggered by people and didn't like have this awareness or maturity to understand that it was my own shit or I triggered them, blah, 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 whatever, it would turn into a full-scale... Mortal Kombat, like warrior fight mode, which doesn't help anyone. And I grew up a fighter, trust me. Like it can get ugly really quick. And you know what? You can't take back things done in anger, like things you said in anger because you're not thinking clearly. You're just thinking, kill it off, hurt it, even if you didn't mean them in the moment. And even if you don't mean them, you're still putting that out there and people can feel it, hear it, experience it. And it hurts. In past situations, there's also been a lot of times where I have gone mute and shut down and shut out people that I was upset with. It was far easier for me to act as if people were dead to me. I was like, I didn't want to deal with my own emotions. It was easier for me to shut down And just shut them out. Again, dealing with my own emotions or like, I was so afraid because my emotions were always so all consuming. They were just like this tidal tsunami wave of emotions. And my ability to rip another person apart by proxy and uncontrolled rage because I wasn't dealing was like this kind of kettle, like a hot tea kettle boiling over, right? Especially because when you have such an awareness of your feelings and are hyperintuitive, you know, you can pick up on a lot of very subtle things. And for me, that's what it is. It's like, I'm so hyper aware and in tune that like, and growing up in kind of a dangerous environment, you had to be really hyper aware, always vigilant. Right. So I've learned to like pick up on a lot of very hidden and often nuanced changes in behavior, core wounds, energy, other things. And that triggers the fuck out of people. And the less mature person will go into the gaslighting mode 
you know, version of defending themselves. You know, between that and a lack of realizing my own part in situations, um, I'd let things pass for too long without healthy boundaries. That's the other thing. It's like why I bring things up now in the moment because I used to be the person that just let things go, let it go, let it go, let it go. And then I would just ghost and evaporate out of your life. You would never see, hear from me anything again. Or, you know, I would just, yeah, dead to me. Not those lack of communication skills create that you're dead to me behavior. And that reg- just creates all sorts of havoc. But I digress. The point I'm trying to make here is while being in a very uncomfortable, transparent state of vulnerability with you today is this. Sometimes you take a risk. You open yourself up to others who give you a safe space to be yourself. And you do it because there is beauty, growth, and magic when you have safe containers to expand in, to love. And it's scary. It's scary like the parasailing I did a couple days ago. <laughs> um, but you do it. And you go, I might die or be devastated, but you do it anyway, right? I have this like better optimist in me that keeps opening myself up to love. And then every time I get hurt, I'm like, why am I doing this? But you do it, right? And you do it again. And you get your heart stomped unexpectedly. And by one, the ones who say they won't hurt you or that it's okay to love or to let them love you, but then they can't, they can't keep their promise and you feel betrayed. And perhaps this harkens back to a time or all the times you've been betrayed, or perhaps like in my experience, it somehow travels through and opens up some very deep ancestral wound and recalls all of the times the women in my family have been betrayed. And it, it's going to hurt like hell. And you might not imagine that you will ever make it through the feeling of having an energetic battle axe in your chest. Or you don't know if you'll be able to sit upright or get off the floor. But I'm here to tell you that you do. And you will. And there's no certain or exact amount of time it will take. And it's, it's okay if you get pissed when well-meaning people say to you, rejection is God's protection. Because, fuck you. But it's true. <laughs> On some levels, you don't have to hear it right now. And that's Okay. But please know that whatever is breaking your heart at this moment, it's not a measure of your worth. And I'm telling you this because I need you to believe me that it took me 44 years embodied to understand that. And to understand that other people's inability to love and care for me had nothing to do with me. 
and everything to do with how they felt about themselves. And yeah, I know a lot of people will say, you only meet people who are a reflection of what you are. And I I think that is true in most ways. But I also think that there are sometimes, just like there are sometimes people who have to go through shit really intensely, there are also sometimes people that attract people whose potential is felt. And our energy invites them to meet us in it. And when they can't, won't, or it hurts too much for them because they aren't ready, that that can also be true. It wasn't wrong. You didn't miss red flags or signs. You just tried to get them to have your spiritual fitness ethics. And they didn't want it. And that's their right. I really want to remind you to respect when people tell you that they aren't ready. That way, you can meet someone or step into energy that is. Doing things and being in right relationship that reminds you you are alive. So I'm going to stop rattling on because this is very hard for me to be this vulnerable about this part of my life because normally I don't like to talk about these things. I like to talk about so many other things, but this is part of the healing process and I know that someone out there, and inevitably when I am experiencing something, I know that there are other people that can benefit from what I've had to go through. So on this Equinox portal, I want to invite you to step through it and step through any painful experiences by reassuring you that you are resourceful, you are resilient, you are loved. And one day, not necessarily today, this will make sense. And until then, repeat after me, I forgive everyone for everything right now. I forgive myself for everything right now. I ask for forgiveness for everything right now. And so it is. Mm-hmm.